Rodgers, three. Do you believe it? This is Armstrong and Getty. The national nightmare is upon us. Who's the f- Hi, Papa. Whoa, that's something. That's big stuff. I want people to calm down. This whole thing is a fairy tale. With this circus. The kangaroo court. My gosh. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Respect for the rule of law must mean something irrespective of the vicissitudes of political cycles. This is Ed McQuire. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty, Getty. From Studio C. C. You know what it is? It's a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Is it Little Friday already? It's Little Friday. It's Thursday. You get a party? You want a party? Start your party weekend. Yeah. Um, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the American people. That's our general manager? 51% of whom say impeach the president and toss him out. 51% according to a Fox News poll. That's pretty amazing. Of course, Fox News leans liberal. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty amazing. You to dig into those numbers. That's oh, something. Yeah, and the numbers behind the numbers, needless to say. Can I nominate for assistant hmm. general manager Clayton Kershaw of the Los Angeles oh, Dodgers? Oh, kicking a man while he's down. I'm a Dodger hater, so I enjoy it, but... The Dodgers superstar pitcher who mows them down during the regular season with great regularity. Then when the Dodgers were in the playoffs every damn year, because get in they, the playoffs. Because they spend a quarter of a billion dollars on their players. Because they win baseball games, Jack. It's not how, it's how many. Huh? Anyway, oh, yeah. every time they hit the playoffs, old uh, Kershaw gets hit like his batting practice. My favorite part about playoff baseball is bringing in starters late in games. I just think that's the, ex- the most exciting thing that happens in playoff right. baseball. right. Your guy, you only pitch every five days. You might have pitched yesterday. Doesn't matter. You bring him in because you gotta win. And they're up, and they're gonna. They're six outs away from going on to the next level. And he gives up home runs on back-to-back pitches. Grr. I just love that. Uh, oh. But I'm a Dodger hater, so. Well, yeah, that's it. Wow, wallowing in others' pain. That's, yes, this is not a good look for you. <laughs> this is not a flattering look. That's funny. It's a comfortable look. It feels like <laughs> putting on a well-worn pair of jeans. Oh, yeah, it's like a nice sweatshirt in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Any well, it is a well-worn sweatshirt in the fall, making fun of Dodgers fans and a lot of people. Tell you what, seven division titles in a row out of the playoffs. A lot of uh, people in the nation's um, most populous state still don't have electricity because it's just something you can't do in the year 2019. Apparently, is have electricity. Nope, you could in the 50s and the 70s and the 90s, <laughs> but you can't. In the year 2019, have electricity. Nope. Um, California all. is a third world nation. And we do need to talk about that poll, man. When you got, and it, it uh, lines up with other polls, it's slightly ahead, but other polls had had it at 47, 49%. Roughly half the country not only wants the president impeached, but removed, which makes you wonder what is Nancy Pelosi, what's holding her back from bringing that vote forward? which is where all the legal wrangling uh, comes up, and we're going to be getting into that later. I have a theory that I feel pretty good about, but we'll bandy that about in a little bit. Yeah. But there will uh, be bandying. I wonder if this uh, grows 
or if this is like the high tide mark and it will recede somewhat as the uh, president's side lays out their case. I don't right, know. We'll right. See. That has something to do with my theory. I think Nancy knows that the evidence is a little thin. It's a little weak. It's it's all pretty wishy-washy. But, and I also think Nancy's smart enough to understand most Americans have drawn their conclusions and impressions through the mainstream media, which is incredibly one-sided. And so that support may be... Uh, you know, it's 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 a paper tiger, easily knocked down. You know what I think might hurt the president's approval, and um, is this whole Turkey Syria thing? This this might end up looking really bad. Well, if the Kurds head for the hills and say we're not guiding these ten thousand hardcore ISIS fighters anymore, yoink, we got to save our own, and that turns all those guys loose. Yeah, that's going to be uh, speaking of bad looks, a, a really bad one. That'd be a splashy headline. Yeah. More on that later also. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are this morning, Michael? Uh, good. Um, I'm doing okay. At least there's electricity here. Where I was, it was partly cloudy, so they had to shut off the power. You know, because... I understand. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, I tried cooking last night, and um, I'm still learning. I mean, but I made something a little bit too spicy. I, we, I made salmon last night, but I put a bunch of spice on it, but I didn't know how much to put on. Mm. I think I overdid it, and man, this morning though, I mean, I think from now on the fiance she does the cooking, you know. Mm. What spice? What spice you using? I used garlic powder, then onion salt, and something else. But I didn't know how much to put on there, so I just kind of really covered it, you know. You should have called me, Michael. You should have called me as the staff expert on heating meat until it's edible and seasoning it. I'd have been delighted to guide you through the the gentle art of salmon grilling. I don't really like any seasoning. I don't like spices or seasoning. I like everything plain. I like bland. So what is variety to your life (laughs) if it's not the spice of life? I like bland. That's why you're called Old Simple Jack. I do like... Food is fuel. It shouldn't be exciting. The two of you are are Philistines. You're cavemen. (laughs) it's, it's, It's... my God, a what life I, without spice is a life without sunshine. What I want on my meat is just, uh, I don't know. Maybe a little salt, maybe heat, a little pepper. Heat, and then my fork. That's pretty much it. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I uh, I discovered a bit of a a, a funny corner of the internet. Uh, this one located on the eBay. You familiar with the digital flea market that is eBay? Uh, apparently, there's a, a subgenre that is somewhat successful on there of Cheetos that are shaped like things. <laughs> Yes. And the prices on these things oh, really? are way more than you would anticipate. <laughs> For example, a Cheeto shaped like a fluffy baby penguin is about 850 bucks. That seems a little high. You can buy a ray gun shaped Cheeto for about $600, a bargain when you look at the what the baby penguin goes for. I yeah. look, my kids would love this. We got to look at this today. There's oh, one that uh, <laughs> is shaped like Mr. Crab's claw from uh, SpongeBob. I don't know why they distinguish <laughs> Mr. Crab. $75 Cheeto at best. No, 3000 $1,500 is the listed price <laughs> no, on the Mr. Crab's no, Claw Cheeto. No. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you have uh, some disposable income, you want Cheetos that are shaped like things for some reason. They even get the flavors. There's a flaming Hot Cheeto. They got the little red on there. There's one. Oh, that looks like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh. That one's also several hundred bucks. Charming. Why don't we have the link uh, to that area at armstrongandgetty.com? Cheetos the for, round. For people who don't understand the Internet. Cheetos Sorry. are the round orange treat. They're they're tubular, tubular, uh, irregular tubes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well, Jack. I know you follow follow the uh, Nobels, the awards. Absolutely. You often think you might be, uh, you know, in the running for one, but once again, the day disappointment already. 
Nobels for Literature have been awarded two mm. authors with unpronounceable names. I got up really win. early because I know what time it is in Stockholm. Yeah. So I was uh, ready to answer my phone right. um, if they called me because that's the way it works. They call you at home. And uh, and I had I had penned some poetry last year and sent it off, and, but nothing. Waiting by the phone early mm-hmm. this morning. Well, now we are getting word that bookmakers have decided who the favorite to win the 100th Nobel Peace Prize is. And it is... You have stolen my dreams. Oh, no, no really? I haven't. I don't have your dreams. Really? Yes. The little global warming girl? Right you know, <laughs> I, I've had no respect for the Nobel Peace Prize since I was like a child. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if she gets it, then I just, I, 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 I that will delight me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that's uh, the but that's the bookmaker's when do, favorite. When do they announce that one? I don't know. The, I don't know, but it's coming up pretty quick. Yeah. So. so literature today, two people you've never heard of. And the reason it was two is last year they right. didn't give out a prize. Right. Because one of their guys who figures out who wins the prize has raped somebody. And his wife, who's on the board, is leaking to him who's going to win so he can get, make money gambling. God. Crooked <laughs> as can be. You know, I wrote, dare you. I, I wrote something I was very proud of this past year yes. uh, that I thought was under consideration. It was an email entitled, What the Hell is the Matter with You, Dollar Rent-A-Car? <laughs> and I just I felt like it was powerful. It had ethos, yes. pathos. Just uh, you if, know. You, if you don't like awards for art when it's narrowed down to a single year and a single little category, like some sort of you know uh, hip-hop, this year, and mm-hmm. you think it's ridiculous to compare two things, yeah. then how about all of writing, whether music, poetry, whatever, doesn't matter, novels, any, anything, all of writing yeah. over, emails. over all of history. Right. And then you give an award. Yes! How do you like that for an award? Yes! <laughs> With um, your empty words... <laughs> They were good words. She is going to get the Peace Prize. I described exactly how I showed up at the airport, and the car wasn't there, and I was angry. Yeah. Some good writing. I'm not looking forward to... We get to hear more from her tomorrow, then, right? She wins the Nobel Peace Prize. She'll be everywhere. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school. Well, then go. Go. (laughs) Nobody's stopping you. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, October 10th. The year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then let's begin stealing people's adulthood, uh, c- precisely <laughs> according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. In this election, in this election, in the last kind of couple, I mean, maybe a couple months, certainly a few weeks, there's this whole conversation that's been coming up about electability. <laughs> Focused on our campaign. Is, is America ready for that? Well, the SAR. Well, we didn't understand what you're asking. You're so crappy at this. Wait. Wait. So she was trying to say, is America ready for a black woman? And the crowd says, no. 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 Well, we're not ready for a moron like you. That's hilarious. That was terrible. Well, she laid it out so poorly. Yeah. If you were just kind of half paying attention, the cadence sounded like you were supposed to say no. Right. No, no, they're not. No way. No way. What? Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, we got to play that again in a bit. Uh, Oh, God, that's funny. She is so dumb. Oh yeah, why is she still doing? She's in. She's got to be in the how do I pay my bills stage of running for president, right? Yes. Yeah, covering debts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are raising there? money from poor suckers who still think she has a chance to retire debt? Is America ready for that? No, no, no. They're no. Not. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what are the headlines, Marshall? Anger and frustration grows as intentional power outages in California spread even farther. Turk invasion of Syria rolls on, thousands of Kurds on the run, and the Chinese backlash against the NBA not letting up. 
Boy, and, and the key is, as Joe mentioned, if 10,000 ISIS fighters get let loose to just uh, head out into the wilderness and fight again, ooh, that's going to be a bad headline. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a bad headline. Well, and there's the issue of if there is some sort of wholesale slaughter of the Kurds, uh, many of whom are Christians, what will that do to evangelical support of the president? It's, it's uh, you know, welcome to the Middle East. You do something, you could be in serious trouble. You undo it or you don't do anything, you could be in serious trouble. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's good. Solid. Is America ready for mailbag? No. No, no, no. no. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, it's next. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. has been coming up about electability. Focused on our campaign. Is, is America ready for that? No. Well, the SAR. No. No, they're not. You're so rambling and incoherent. I don't even know what you're trying to say to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to explore that if you don't understand what's going on there with Kamala Harris. That's hilarious. <laughs> Jeez, that's so a terrible. Dying, that's the Jeb Bush please clap. I mean, that's the dying campaign. Oh, it's even it's even worse. <laughs> I mean, they don't even understand what she's driving at. No. No. Yes, yes. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that is a giant swing and a miss. That's the Clayton Kershaw of political lines right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Weak mailbag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wrote a song. I tweeted about this yesterday about how California is a third world country, and I can't wait to record it so I can like get it played on Tucker Carlson or whatever. Sure, um, but I can't record it because I have no power in my house. <laughs> so funny. there's that. You still without a power? Oh yeah. So two days now, a day yeah. and a half. Uh, I, I, it may be Tuesday before we have power. That's incredible. In my suburban home where there's no risk of anything happening. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Uh, anyway, there's a great deal more to say, including, and I will flatter us a little bit here. Do we have time to flatter us? Yeah. The inch deep, inexperienced, know-nothing, underpaid, dope so-called journalists of America these days, they have no idea how we got to a particular point in a news story, they just can tell you what point we're at. I get the sense they don't care. No, I don't think they do either, which is why I threw in, you know, young, underpaid, and the rest of it. They just, they don't have time to care. How did it come to the point that the most advanced technological state of any country in the world has millions of people with no power because it's windy? How can that be? Well, it is a, a convergence of of awful governance, uh, bribery, lobbyists, uh, you know, lack of wisdom, and it's an interesting tale, but it's one not being told. So, more on that later. Moving on to mailbag. Whoops, I forgot. I totally hang on. Stand by. This is very important to me. What, Michael? Stop yell. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where's the? Uh, the oh, there it is. Here's your. Uh, 
is your freedom-loving quote of the day. James Madison, the papa of the Constitution, which we're discussing uh, today in the context of uh, impeachment. If tyranny and oppression come to this land, it will be in the guise of fighting a foreign enemy. Madison said that. See the uh, overstepping the Patriot Act, for instance, the NSA. Moving along to the correspondence proper, JT writes, Hillary can beat Trump again? Is Custer going to beat Sitting Bull at Little Bighorn again? Is Napoleon going to win big again at Waterloo? Somebody should tell Hillary that 207 is less than 304. That's electoral votes. Well, I think Hillary's argument, JT, would be that she won the popular vote. Of course, that's like the Dodgers saying, but we had more total bases. It's not how we pick a winner in this country. Uh, here's uh, David. Guys, you're probably tired of the subject and won't read it on the air. Wrong. But I'm an engineer and can't not write this. A meter is one ten millionth of the distance from the equator to the North Pole. That's how they came up with the measure of a meter. Is it? I just claimed it was the French trying to impose their French measurements on us, normal people. Bring me the king, however big his foot is. Right. That's the official unit. What is this math getting involved? The equate, the pole, the core of the earth. What? Guys, long-time fag, great show. My question is, why should I stay in Cal Unicornia? Highest taxes in the country, can't get electricity in my house. I have to pay $4 a gallon to run my generator, and I step over bums. I'm running out of it's reasons. It's hard to make an argument. Yeah, there's a, the weather's nice. Um, Marshall's news on the way, and man, there's a lot of it, so oh, stay here. Oh, boy. Got a couple of wrinkles in the whole USA versus China pop culture business thing. This this may uh, this may increase into a in a into a pretty big deal. It's starting to smell like that. I think the more China squeezes, the more uh, control slips through their fingers. We shall see. Let's get to the news now, Marsha Phillips. Well, the rolling plan blackouts are continuing in the nation's most populous state. Hundreds of thousands of more northern Californians have had their power cut off by PG&E. Overnight, there was a second wave uh, launched by the utility because of, quote, fire danger. A state of emergency has actually been declared now in some areas. California Governor Gavin Newsom did yesterday once again go after PG&E. It was unnecessary. They're in bankruptcy because of their terrible management going back decades. Well, yeah, there's terrible management permitted by the corrupt Democratic government of California. There is a law on the books that says they have to do what they're doing right now. They have to, signed by Gavin Newsom. Newsom is a liar. He and the government are responsible for this in cahoots with PG&E going back years. He is lying to you. It's going to work, though. I was listening to uh, a news outlet yesterday that I know very well, and I won't name because I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I know, I know people. I don't want to get in any trouble or hurt anybody's feelings or whatever. But anyway, I was listening to a major news outlet that would could would play a role in public opinion in this sort of thing, and they just went with the press release. Uh, this many customers don't have power. Nine hundred thousand people without powder. Power to avoid wildfires brought on by global warming. In other news, I mean, that was it. Yeah. So if that's going to be the coverage from the news, 
that PG&E just gets to put out a statement saying, yeah, it could cause wildfires because of global warming. And yeah, people say, yeah, darn global warming. And just go on with their business. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Yep. It's, it's going to work. That's how you end up a third world nation. Yeah it, yeah, it absolutely is. The government lies to you and the press is too stupid or uncaring or whatever to look into it. It's uh, it's pretty damn frustrating. PG&E and the other utilities are saying people should be prepared to be without power for five days or more. Five days with no electricity. And That's we'll get, insane. We'll get into this in more detail a little bit later. But the law says if there's a wind event, you have to personally inspect every every connection, every wire, every everything before you turn the power back on. And that takes days and days. Well, so it was breezy for 12 hours. Now, no power for five days. Well, how do they pull it in off? In Haiti. No, do, I'm sorry. That's right. In California. How do they pull it off all over all over the rest of the world of having power on windy days? They don't have that law. They don't have a long history of corruption between the regulators and the uh, corrupt utility. But you're not going to hear that on the drive-by media. The, the most depressing thing to me out of the whole story is the public's willingness to accept this. If, the, if that's what the public is like, if this is what you all are like, just, yeah, I guess we're just not going to have power. My dad told me I can't have any. And you're just going to accept it. Yeah. Then I, I don't know. I don't, democracy doesn't work. Sheeple. Meh. Meh. Turkish President, <coughs> excuse me, Turkish President Erdogan says Turkey's air and ground defensive has killed more than 100 terrorists in its invasion of Syria. The advance of the Turkish forces into northeastern Syria now on its second day, and it's unclear whether those killed in the operation were fighting with the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic forces or just who they were. President Trump pushing back against criticism coming from both sides of the political aisle, defending his decision to pull back U.S. troops in that area. We have no soldiers in the area. You know, we're getting out of the endless wars. Have to do it. We only had 50 soldiers there to start with. So we pulled out 50 people. But is the difference that... If you kill one of our guys, it's going to be a big deal. So if we have any there, it uh, it keeps bombing from happening? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't dare. Wow. So you pull 50 people out mm-hmm. that um, uh, strategically didn't have any effect other than their human bodies being there. Um, and, and this happens. And if you've watched any of the news coverage, man, Turkey unleashed it fast. Yeah. Uh, shocking to people who were even expecting the worst. That they full in, full on fighter planes, bombers, the whole thing. Jack and I were texting last night. There's a story out which might be 100% true or 100% fictional, and you just don't know these days, that uh, Trump's advisors expected him to say the opposite of what he said, and he went off script on the phone. I have no idea if that's true. He was supposed to say, stay out of the north, we're keeping it cool, but Erdogan talked him into doing the opposite. I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. Meanwhile, we got a new Fox News poll out showing that more than half, just more than half, of Americans think President Trump should be impeached and removed from office. The poll of about a 1,000 registered voters from across the U.S. ran from October 6th to the 8th, and it shows 51% think Trump should be impeached and removed. That's up from 42% in July. (laughs) 43% say Trump should stay, and 6% are unsure. Well, do you have the breakdown on Republicans, Democrats, Independents? No. That's very important to the story. Um, uh, We'll have to dig that up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have that. The numbers behind the numbers. I don't have it right in front of me. But the number of Republicans who are saying yes has uh, grown by leaps and bounds. 
The uh, Lakers are taking on the Brooklyn Nets in Shanghai today. The game not being broadcast in China, however, because of the ongoing conflict between China and the NBA over a tweet. So they're playing the game, but nobody there is able to see it, apparently. And the Chinese government has mandated that there will be no media availability or access for the players and or the the commissioner uh, before or after the game. So they're not going to allow the players to be asked any questions because they're afraid of what they might say, I guess. Um, But that's not a good... uh, If the NBA is wanting to do business there in China, and they are because there's a billion dollars or more on the line... The fact that the Chinese government no longer thinks that they can allow NBA players to speak at all is probably not a good thing. Meanwhile, I'll bet the NBA isn't unhappy about that either. Oh, no. I'm sure they're very happy right. about it. Meanwhile, the Washington... But long term, I'm not sure you can run a business like that. No. The Washington Nationals headed to the National League Championship Series. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm not a betting man. I'd have lost a bundle on that. That after Howie Ken- Kendrick's blast. There goes! Crazy in the Nationals' dugout. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of Game 5. The Nationals 7, the Dodgers 3. Do you believe it? That's not even the most exciting part of the game, though. The exciting part of the game is they bring in their ace, the best picture in generations for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he gives up home runs on back-to-back pitches. And on the second one, the guy hits it, and he just kind of crumpled... The pitcher, Clayton Kershaw, just kind of crumples to the mound. Oh, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. I love seeing that. He just kind of gets down on his knees and takes off his hat. (laughs) And then he walks really slow, slumped over back to the bench, and he sits there. And he said this morning, he told reporters, he said, I may never get over this. (laughs) I'm sure you'll be fine. What does it look like when you see the human spirit leave a body? Watch that video. You'll know. Good point, though, Sean. With with most of these stars, so you didn't have a good uh, postseason career, and all you've got is $200 million to show for it. Yeah. It'll, it'll <laughs> gnaw at him for the rest of his days, though, oh, man. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'd trade you places. I'll, I'll let it gnaw at me, and I'll take the money. <laughs> Pick an Instagram influencer from your DMs, jump on a yacht, grab one of your paychecks. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. That's rough, though. He just The sound of the... He knew what it was. It just... Oh. Oh. Oh, my liver. Oh. <laughs> As a Dodger hater, I enjoyed it, though. Uh, Kershaw's ERA is 3.14, and the playoffs, his will to live is zero. It's gone. He has none. We'll hook him up to a machine before he dies. I, I, I hope this isn't true, but I'm a, I'm a feared that this whole uh, Turkey-ISIS-Syria thing might be a bigger blow to Trump than any of this other impeachment Ukraine crap. Gosh, that's hard to say. I hope not. I just want everyone to remember you were in favor of it. I was. So, uh, I was. Yeah. When I run against you, I will be uh, hammering that. No doubt a, uh, well, this is why Congress doesn't get involved in this stuff and leaves it up to the president. They're supposed to be involved in this sort of stuff. Oh, absolutely. The Constitution says so. As I've heard uh, a, a bunch of people argue, hey, you don't like Trump's role, Congress? You're so mad about it? Uh, you know, pass a resolution <laughs> or something or declare war. Or do whatever you want to do. Get involved in foreign policy. Quit standing on the sidelines and sniping. But right. they don't want to have their names attached to anything in case anything ever goes wrong. Yeah, it's, it's cowardice of the worst sort. And yeah. it'll be that way for generations because of the war in Iraq. Obama hung that around Hillary's neck in 2008 and and, and was a, a good 
part of why he got the nomination. Was able to say every dang day, five times a day, she voted for the war in Iraq. I didn't. And every all politicians know that. You get that hung around you forever if it, mm-hmm. if it goes south. So they just stay out of it. Leave it up to one guy. And he's an incredibly difficult uh, decision slash gambles. Because there's obviously a gamble element to it always. You never know how it's going to turn out. Right, right. As far as sending troops goes, I would like to see it more if the Pentagon would say, you know, the the, uh, the president would say, hey, we need to send you over here. Uh, we need uh, 5,000 guys, special forces. Pentagon says, nope. What do you mean, no? Congress didn't vote on it. You bring me a congressional vote, we'll send them. I mean, obviously, then you have a crisis. But the idea that just uh, anytime, anywhere, we can send our war fighters to kill people with guns... And uh, Congress has no role in that, in spite of the Constitution's order that uh, Congress shall declare war. Under the just... 9-11 authorization from right. 2001, that is so weak. Right. No matter how tangentially, barely related it is. That's it's almost the, the six they... degrees of separation thing. Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's yeah. six degrees of the 9-11 authorization. Let's see, you had Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. Al-Qaeda's associated with Hezbollah. A member of Hezbollah plays hockey. There's a <laughs> hockey player in South Nigeria. Al-Shabaab is in Nigeria, therefore we will bomb Al-Shabaab according to the authorization. That's actually the way it works. South Nigeria, not known as a hotbed of hockey talent. (laughs) Well, that's why it's so notable. Everybody knows this guy. That wasn't the point, Sean. He's a wizard on ice, and there isn't any. (laughs) Um, Breakdown of that Fox poll. This could be huge, too, when you see the numbers behind the numbers. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. So there are a number of uh, fronts, if you'll pardon the expression, since you got a military action going on, getting people's attention. Um, a number of fronts to, uh, to, to, to weigh into, obviously, the whole Trump impeachment thing, which is a big story. It doesn't feel as big as it should be. I think it's because uh, it, it feels kind of like this has been going on for several years, even though this is a different version. Right. Well, they put a different name on it, but it feels very much the same. And the wrangling over... Whether the administration should cooperate because this is legitimate congressional oversight or not. And that big, long letter sent by the White House Counsel's Office the other day. I find that all really interesting. It's a little weedy, but it's a really important argument right now for winning the hearts and minds of the American people. So we'll get into that did, as well. Did Apple cave to China on their app? we got to get into that story. I, I finally appreciate a story we had on yesterday I do want to talk more about later on how Harvey Weinstein got to the brass at NBC and said, look, I know what Matt Lauer's up to. You Raping know, people. You know yeah. what Matt Lauer's up to. Allegedly. And, and I'm going to expose him if you don't knock off this story uh, about me. Because NBC had the goods on Harvey Weinstein. Right, that he's rapey and a scumbag. And he knew it. And he strong-armed them, blackmailed them, um, with information about Matt Lauer, and it would seem that they caved. Arguably their biggest star, right? And they protected two. 
well-known serial uh, women abusers, if not rapists. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so weak. And they all still have their jobs, by the way, the people at the top that made these decisions. And that's what the Ronan Farrow book that's coming out this week is uh, is a lot of it's about. Yeah, I feel no hesitation to call Harvey Weinstein a rapist and I just Matt Lauer if, an alleged rapist, yeah, I, don't I know guess. If, I don't know if Matt Lauer is. Harvey Weinstein's clearly a rapist. But so you protect one serial rapist to make sure that you didn't lose your guy who was uh, the, the awful, if not a rapist. And in Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. And those people are still making news decisions at NBC. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, those people now are telling you what to think and who to vote for and who's a bad guy and whether the president should be impeached. That's what makes me so insane about, well, I can't even watch the Oscars anymore. The people involved in, in one of the most just drenched in dreck, amoral, disgusting cultures in America, uh, lecturing the rest of us on how we ought to live and what we ought to believe. It's, it's repugnant. I don't particularly want anybody lecturing me on that. Um, and, and the idea that Hollywood would assume that role, it just it makes me insane. So anyway, NBC, congratulations. Nice, nice work there. Fabulous. Super. MSNBC. How's the Russian collusion coming? Uh, yeah, God, where to go from here? It's troubled times, Jack. STD numbers are up, Joe. That's not helping. Gonorrhea, syphilis, chlamydia on the rise in the U.S. for the fifth year in a row. Wow, gonorrhea and syphilis are, are, are kind of, they're classics. Yeah. Yeah. These are old school. Everything's not, getting rebooted these days. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they're really, they're like the, the Chuck Berry and the Beatles of uh, STDs. Everything's built on them. Chlamydia. Chlamydia is like the, uh, what would that be, musically speaking? I don't even actually know what these things are other than they're sexually transmitted They're diseases. microbes, Jack. I don't know what they do to you or how dangerous mm. they are or whatever. It's something I've avoided my whole life, thank God. And, Syphilis uh, will kill you eventually. Oh, really? Yeah. Honoria. Is, uh, Please clap. Plenty bad for you, too. Can they be treated in the modern world? Make like your you, uh, dingus fall off. But you, 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 yes. get, you get one of these, you can get a shot for it? Yeah, although there is now a highly resistant strain of gonorrhea kicking around that's uh, adapted. It's adapted and overcome, like the Marines. And um, and now it you get the regular shots, and it doesn't work. So you got to go to the strong stuff. But how about that? How can STDs be on the rise right now? Five years in a row. In, in the United States, not long ago, gonorrhea rates were at historic lows. Syphilis was close to elimination. And we were able to point to advances in STD prevention, writes uh, this doctor on behalf of the uh, CDC. Well, everybody's having less sex. Teen sex is down. Factors that contribute to the steep numbers, a decrease in condom use. Yeah. Uh, I guess probably the feeling that, uh, you know, the stuff that's going to kill you is the most lander control. So. Yeah. Uh, cutbacks in funding that led to fewer prevention programs. I never know if that's true or not. Yeah. Coming from a government agency, because, of course, they're going to throw in, yeah, we need more money. Uh, and increased screening accessibility. So maybe they just did generate more known cases, they think. Uh, the bum and junkie explosion. Is that part of it? I don't know. I got to believe bums and junkies ooching around in their tents and fornicating aren't. Don't you know, have the sex world's with a most... bum. Hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have sex with a bum dude. Yeah. Something tells me they're not the most responsible <laughs> lovers one could take. 
Plus, well, I don't know. I am you know you're driving home and you look under the overpass and you think, yeah, that guy looks pretty fit. And, yeah. you know, he's got that carefree je ne sais quoi that I like in a guy. And, right. He's got, got his swagger. He's got he, a certain earthiness to him. Mostly he that he's got earth all over him. He doesn't seem to have a care in the world. Boy, and look at that that's, gal. I find that so sexy. Look at that gal. She's in really good shape. She's really slim. How oh, do you stay slim. so slim? Smith. Definitely slim. Yesterday, this isn't funny at all, but yesterday I'm at the McDonald's by the interstate that I stopped by. This is the grossest McDonald's I've ever been to, yeah. and I stopped by it like once or twice a week on the way yeah. home. Yeah, uh, It's betwixt here and, uh, and, and when I get on the interstate to go home. The clown and, carries a gun. And there's almost people everywhere, and there's, so there's a, a McDonald's and a, a Chevron and a Denny's and some sort of low-rent hotel or something on the other corner. And homeless people all over the place. And I was in line at the drive-thru, and there was some woman standing right next to where the cars were. There's only a space of like three feet between her and a fence. And, and she's right up against the cars and just on a tear screaming and yelling about something. Wow. She's pointing at the ground and... Ah! And just, you know, she's out of her mind, either crazy or on drugs or whatever. And everybody just kind of pretends she's not there. She's right next to our cars. And then when you get your food and you pull out, there's another guy doing the electric boogaloo dance, doing something. He's a happier version of her. Right. No shirt on, just, ah, dancing around. And everybody's just kind of like... So right here and right here on both sides of your car, within inches of your car, and nobody's even batting an eye. Right, and the owner can call the cops, and the cops will say, we're not allowed to do anything. Sorry. No way you'd ever walk into that McDonald's with your kids, but apparently they don't Tell care. Tell you what, those stories are related. We're devolving. Evolution has peaked. We are now devolving. That would have stood out years ago. Now nobody even looks to see that sort of craziness. <laughs> 